Narcissists will use anything at their disposal to abuse and control their victims, and that even includes cars. If a victim has hurt a narcissist somehow, or has even simply set boundaries with a narcissist, the narcissist may suddenly drive like a maniac in an attempt to scare the victim to regain control. After I broke off the engagement with my now ex-husband, we went somewhere together one day, and he was driving very erratically. It terrified me, and I asked him to stop. He said it was my fault he drove that way because after I broke up with him, he didn't care if he lived or died. And that instilled a lot of guilt in me for breaking up with him. Cars are also an excellent place for narcissists to have complete control over their victims. The victim has no means of escaping the narcissist's car, so there's no choice but to tolerate whatever is done in that car. In my late teens, when my narcissistic mother's abuse was at its worst, she refused to let me get my license in a car. Naturally, this meant she took me to and from school and work, and each ride was sheer hell for me. She screamed and raged at me for the entire ride almost every single time. I had no way of escaping the abuse either since I had to get to these destinations. I had no choice but to tolerate it. Narcissists also often want to be the driver when they go somewhere with another person because this means their victim slash passenger only can go where the narcissist wants to go and on the narcissist's time schedule, not the victim's. If they go somewhere with their victim, they will tell the victim what time they'll pick them up or tell the victim to come to the narcissist's home so the narcissist can drive them to their destination. It's all about control, and all victims know narcissists love to have control of their victims every possible way. As a side note here, obviously not every person who prefers to drive is a narcissist, by the way. Some folks are just more comfortable driving than being a passenger. These people are not going to be demanding, they're not going to be controlling about where they go and when they go to their destination. There's also some narcissists who don't drive. This is most prevalent with covert narcissists rather than overt. They may play naive and innocent, claiming it's just too hard for them to drive. Since overt narcissists usually avoid appearing in any way that they can look weak, they usually drive. Again, it's all about control. If a narcissist can't or won't drive, this forces a narcissist's victims to take care of him or her by taking this person places and doing things for them. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who is a bad driver or who prefers to be the one driving or who doesn't drive is a narcissist, of course. Some people are just a little more daring behind the wheel than others. There's other people who also develop serious anxiety behind the wheel and realize they should not drive. There's others who just love driving and feel most comfortable when they're driving. These people are obviously not narcissists, and you can tell they aren't by their behavior. The daring driver is daring all the time, not only when he has up, when someone has upset him somehow. The anxious person asks for rides and offers gas money rather than expecting others to help. The person who prefers being the driver never gets upset when someone says they want to drive or meet them somewhere. If you've recently met someone and think the person may be a narcissist, this can be one way to help you figure that out. Watch how the person is when it comes to driving. 